What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday afternoon here before I hop into my own workout. Busy little Friday for me. Uh, had the opportunity to uh, coach a group at the Vicara event here down in Old Town Scottsdale today. Kind of a three-day fitness yogi nutrition uh, event immersion of yogis, fitness people, fitness enthusiasts, some fitness professionals. And uh, you know, they brought me in to, to talk to you guys and, and kind of coach through a session and, and hang out and meet some of you. And I'm always very humbled by it. Uh, and I mean that. Uh, I'll never get over it. Uh, the fact uh, we're on a group text the other day with uh, BJ Gador and Alexia Clark and myself, and we're texting each other like, "Man, you know, can you believe we get paid for this shit?" And uh, it still kind of baffles me to this day that anybody would want to hang out with me and and, uh, and talk to me and do fitness with me and get my advice on things and listen to things I'm saying. And uh, not that again, that we don't die for this business and in this life. I've given up a lot. Um, to, for this craft, to the, the, the study of movement and of people and of nutrition and of lifestyle. And uh, I don't have a hobby. I pour myself into it. But still, even with that said, um, it, it's very humbling to me. And, and I take it uh, you know, with the utmost you know, respect for you guys. And, and I appreciate you for supporting us and, and listening to us and, and doing the things that we do. And I'll never get over the fact that people want to literally pay money to hang out with me. It really just is, is fucking mind-blowing. So thank you guys. I, I truly do... Uh, Appreciate it. I don't know how else to, to thank you guys and say that I'll keep trying to put out super dope shit that um, helps you and makes your life better in every single way so you can be a better husband, wife, brother, sister, uh, family member, co-worker, and just a person in the world, you know, making it a, a better place. So thank you guys. Uh, you truly are, you know, uh, kind of like the, the oxygen and, and the gasoline that, that keeps my fire uh, rolling every single day. So thank you for that. And uh, today's podcast, we're going to talk uh, intermittent fasting, but we're going to talk about the three biggest mistakes that I see beginners make. I'm going to read through my show notes here from an original blog I wrote like in, by the notes, looks like 2012 or 2013, so man, I'm getting old as shit. Um, but I've been around a long time, and I've been fasting for over a decade now, so I feel like I can talk on it with uh, you know, some level of expertise anyways. And uh, we've been coaching people through it for, for many years, and again, side note, we have an intermittent uh, fasting for fat loss challenge coming up on March the 11th. I think you guys can register by like the 8th or the 9th. So if you're interested, it's in my Instagram bio. Shoot me an email, reply to this podcast. Say, hey, Jeremy, I'm interested in learning more about intermittent fasting. I want to do the 28-day fasting challenge with you. We'll get you guys in. Um, we kind of meet you where you're at. It's all online. Obviously, we're in Scottsdale. You can come in here and train with us if you do it. But uh, we coach it through a private group. We give you guys all the email content. We talk kind of three different eating pr- uh, protocols and styles. So like kind of beginner, intermediate, advanced if you want to jump into the fasting world. And uh, I think you guys will learn a lot. I think you'll learn more in, in 28 days, and some of you guys have probably learned in 28 years about food and macros and eating and timing and you know, setting windows and making it fit your lifestyle. And uh, I'm not going to say intermittent fasting you know, has changed my life. Um, well, I will say it has changed my life. I don't know if it saved my life, but it's changed my life most definitely. And uh, without it, uh, or prior to it, if you will, um, I didn't feel good. I wasn't healthy. Um, it, it really helped simplify my life. Um, you know, I went from eating every two hours to feeling, you know, bloated, fat, disgusting, lethargic, like I had, you know, a brick in my stomach, farting 45 times a day, um, going to the bathroom irregularly. It just really, I wasn't a healthy person. And now that I do it and I'm on a regimented schedule, it's way easier for me to, to be lean and to stay lean 24-7, 365. I don't really think about food like most people do. It's easy for me to just plug and play, wash, rinse, repeat, and just live, you know, in a body I'm comfortable with. But I feel good every single day. The, the byproduct is I can look however I want to look, but uh, I feel good every single day. I have energy. I have clarity. And I think a lot of you guys will find the same. So um, if you're interested, hit me up. Let me know. We're going to kick that off here on March the 11th, and I think it'll be well worth your guys' time. 
And uh, again, I wouldn't be this lean every single day and be able to film videos and, and you know show up to photo shoots and video shoots on you know two days notice um, because I don't have to bulk and cut. I just kind of live uh, in a lean you know body uh, 24/7. So I, I enjoy it and I love it. It's uh, it's really changed the way I live my life. I think you can do the same for a lot of you guys too. So with that said, the three biggest mistakes I see people make uh, with fasting. And again, just real quick for you guys who aren't familiar, intermittent fasting is just you guys eating in a confined window. You know, it doesn't have to be every single day. Mine is. I've been doing it for over a decade. I typically eat all my meals between 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. Um, when I first started out, I went like 11 to 7, and then like 12 to 8, and then I've shifted the windows here or there. Sometimes I do a full 24-hour fast. Sometimes I live in that, you know, 3 to 6 window or 3 to 9, whatever it may be. Uh, most days I eat two meals. Like today, for example, I'm busy. It's already 4.15. I'm probably just going to eat one meal and uh, call it a day. And I'm, I feel okay that way. And it works for me. I'm not saying that what you guys have to do, but that's what has worked best for me. If you want to hear more in detail about how I eat or fasting in general, we have an earlier podcast on called How I Eat Daily. And uh, we have another one uh, just on intermittent fasting in general. But what I'll say is this. Um, the three biggest mistakes I see people make when they start intermittent fasting is they fear being hungry, even a little bit. And again, we all get hungry. Just part of life, whether you guys practice intermittent fasting or you eat at a Tupperware every two hours like a bodybuilder, you're going to be hungry from time to time. It's just part of it. Um, I remember hearing the phrase years ago, you know, for guys who want to get jacked and big, right? If you're hungry, it's already too late. And the idea was if they missed a meal or something, it's going to put their body in this crazy catabolic state and uh, they're going to go into starvation mode and their body's just going to shrink down and they're going to lose all their quote-unquote gains. And uh, it's complete fucking bullshit. It just is. Um, again, I'm six foot two. I have not been under 210 pounds in probably the last five years. And if you guys see me in my videos, obviously I have a decent amount of muscle mass. I'm not saying I'm the biggest guy in the world, um, but I have some pretty you know thick glutes, hamstrings, back, chest, shoulders, you name it. And uh, you know, I'm going huge gaps of time without eating, so it's not going to eat away all your muscle. I, I can assure you guys that I'm living proof of it. Um, the other thing I'll say is, you know, your body is an amazing machine. It's going to adapt to various conditions. So whether you guys fast for 16 hours a day, 18 hours a day, 20 hours a day, 22 hours a day, 24 hours a day, um, your body's going to be okay. It will adapt to it. In short-term fasting like that, let's say 16 hours, is not going to cause major muscle breakdown. It's not going to put your body into starvation mode. Again, I typically wake up at 3.50 in the morning. I train fasted. I don't even work out until usually 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I eat no food before it. No pre-workout, no nothing. Water and coffee, for sure. Maybe some BCAAs. And, uh, but even that, I typically do my athletic greens and all my food you know, post-workout. And... Uh, I feel fine. I have energy. Obviously, if you guys see me training, if you train with me in person, I don't just have show muscles. They don't just look a certain way. I mean, they fucking work. I have goal muscles. I have a motor. I can row. I can ski. I can bike. I can push a sled. I can run. I can lunge. I can do a lot of shit a lot of other people can't do who are eating every two hours. And again, there's nothing against that eating style, but I don't do it. And uh, I feel great because of it. And what I'll say is this. You got to think of your body as like a fat-burning machine, right? It's a, it's a fat-burning furnace, man. It wants to burn fat all day. And it only stops burning fat when you start shoveling a bunch of fucking food into it. It's just the truth. And uh, what I'll say is this. I think a lot of people think like, oh, well, I think why I'm not losing weight is because I'm not eating enough. Um, it's a crock of shit, too. Uh, what I'll say is this. If you're not eating enough for 100 days in a row, you're going to get smaller. Hear me out here. It's about energy balance and calorie balance, right? And so... If you're burning 1,500 cows a day, but you're eating 1,200, and you do that for 100 days in a row, please somebody explain to me how you're not going to lose body fat and lose weight. I'll wait for a response. It, it, it doesn't exist, is what I'm saying. Like, if I have $1,000, right? If I have 1,000 calories a day, right? 
If I have $1,000 a day and I'm spending $1,500 a day, or if I'm eating 1,000 calories a day, but I'm burning 1,500 calories a day, at the end of 100 days, am I going to have more weight and more money? No. You're going to weigh less and you're going to have less money. You're at a deficit. You're at an energy deficit, a calorie deficit. You have to get smaller. So again, you guys, that's the game. I know a lot of people will say that, well, I'm not eating enough and that's why I'm not losing. No. If you do that extended period of time every single day, day after day after day, I can promise you, you will get smaller. That's a side note altogether. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm getting off uh, off point here. Number two, um, a lot of people, when they make a mistake in the fast and they think... Um, they can just eat junk food. And since they're eating you know, less meals in a smaller window, they can fill their body with junk. And again, like any nutritional plan, whether it's fasting or eating the traditional you know, four, five, six meals a day, if you eat processed junk food, you will not be successful in the wrong run. I can promise you that. Um, you can't build a million dollar body on the dollar menu. It's 100% true. Um, if you guys struggle with fat loss while using intermittent fasting, um, the odds are there's probably some issues with your macros. And again, all these protocols work, whether it's fasting, carb backloading, paleo, gluten-free, uh, keto, whatever it is, carnivore diet, they all work for fat loss if they put you at an energy deficit or a calorie deficit. So if you're eating less than you're burning, you're going to get smaller. Now, obviously, how the macros diversify in there is going to dictate how you guys look and you know, ultimately probably move and feel, but for surely how you look. So again, the macros do matter. In any protocol, macros matter. Drill that in your head no matter what. And with that said, what people will do is, you know, when they fast, they kind of go these extended periods of time and then they go and eat two bags of Oreos to break their fast. That's not okay. Um, you're not starving. Your body is fine. But with any nutritional plan, I, I say keep it simple, right? Uh, in simple, stupid terms, if it runs, it swims, it flies, it grows from the earth, eat that shit. Um, if that's inside your macro ranges. If it's in a bag or a box, not saying you, you, you have to avoid it like the plague, but just use caution and eat it sparingly and plan for it. And I think that works with just about any nutritional plan, eating meat, vegetables, Healthy fats, inside macro ranges is the key to winning. And with fasting, we're just doing that in a smaller window. So again, for a lot of you guys, I think fasting while filling your body with clean, whole nutrient-dense foods can be a game changer. And again, what I'll say is this. When you guys are eating, you think like, oh, I'm going to be starving or hungry every two seconds. It's okay to be hungry a little bit. It just is. It's, it's going to happen in any eating protocol, but what you're going to find out is that hunger goes in waves. It just does. You might be hungry at 10 o'clock for 15 minutes, but then by 11.30, you're fine. You're just rolling. So most of the time when people are, are doing that, it's because of boredom or just they're used to eating at a certain time or certain patterns, but your body's pretty resilient. And it can adapt to whatever you, the stimulus you give it. So at first, it's tough, but if you get past like the first three days, the first five days, the first week, your body's going to acclimate. And what you're probably going to find is you have more energy, you have more mental clarity, and you have more time for other shit. And your body, feel, you feel tighter, you feel lighter, you feel leaner, you don't walk around like you have a brick in your stomach feeling like you're a bloated, constipated piece of shit, um, which is what I used to live with every single day. And nobody likes to go to the bathroom irregular and fart 45 times a day. It's disgusting. What you'll find is, A, you probably, if you're eating at the same times every single day, you're probably going to go to the bathroom a little bit cleaner, a little bit smoother, and you're, you're less constipated and have less gas and just less uncomfortable situations as you go. Um, the third mistake you guys, uh, I kind of, I feel people make is they're clock watching, they're waiting to binge. And again, intermittent fasting is not a pass to binge and just eat shit because you got so hangry and went too long. You have to know yourself. And for a lot of people, they start off in the 16 to eight window. So meaning that for 16 hours, they're fasting and eight hours that they're eating every single day. So if you sleep for eight hours a day and you stop eating four hours before you go to bed and wait four hours before you wake up, boom, you are intermittent fasting. Again, a lot of you guys are already doing this in some shape or form. Because you go to sleep, 
and you don't eat all night, and then whatever time you eat in the morning, that's breaking your fast. So again, whether some of you guys are doing it for eight hours or 12 hours, and some of you might already be doing it for 16, we're essentially just being married to a window or a time frame and eating our meals inside of there. So whether you eat six meals inside that window or two meals inside that window, it really doesn't matter because us being satisfied is not off of meal frequency, it's off meal size. So I think most people, you're gonna feel fuller for longer when you're eating bigger meals at one setting. So what I'm saying is, if you're eating small meals every six hours, you're more likely to be hungry more often. If you eat a bigger meal of quality proteins, vegetables, and healthy fats, you're fuller for longer. So that sat- like the satiety and the satiation that you have with your brain and your gut communicating comes off of the size of the meals, not the frequency. And so again, what's gonna happen is, A mistake I see people make is they go too long. They go 22 hours, but they're not used to it. And so then it's like they're hangry and all bets are off, man. They're going to grab the kid's goldfish and Teddy Grahams and they're going to drink something or, you know, do whatever or grab too many chips or do something because they're starving in the moment. They haven't prepared and prepped and planned for that situation. So what I tell people is if you're not used to it, always have fluid around, coffee, water, tea, crush that shit every single day, and have some healthy snacks, whether it be beef jerky or some mixed nuts or something to tide you over. We call that bridging the gap to get you from your office to your house, to get you from you know your kid's event to your, your planned meal, whatever it may be, so you're not you know stopping off in the drive-thru at the gas station and filling your face full of some shit because you went too long without eating. I think a lot of times we confuse being hydrated properly with hunger because they mimic the same patterns kind of in our brain and how we think about it. So what I would tell you guys is always stay hydrated, always have things around and store some of those savor foods um, for you guys along the way. And again, just understand, don't be a clock watcher. A lot of times people are, are doing that because they're used to eating in a certain pattern and protocol. And two, people are sometimes just bored. And uh, you know, once we get bored and we're not busy with our mind, we tend to focus on food and hunger and thirst a lot more than when we're busy. If you ever notice like I tell people make you know the best day you eat on Monday because typically you're most busiest with work and emails and kid stuff and house chores and things like that. And all of a sudden you'll go these huge gaps without eating and all of a sudden you woke up and like, well, I haven't eaten 10 hours and that's okay. So again, what I'm saying you guys is for me personally, um, if you, fasting has helped me do a lot of things. It's helped me live this life uh, and be able to be lean and feel good 24-7, 365. And if you guys do jump on the intermittent fasting train in the world, Um, I hope you guys do it with full force. If you want to join our fasting challenge, I'm happy to have you guys. For me, it's taken my physique and my body to a whole nother level, but for me, the overall health standpoint of it has been a game changer. Um, I just feel so much, I can't say enough, I just feel so much better doing it, and my body has, you know, very much adapted to it at this point. I feel like a rock star. I'm the strongest, the healthiest, the happiest that I've ever been in my entire life. I have the flexibility to travel and to attend events and do whatever I choose to and not have to worry about fucking meal prep and uh, traveling with gross, disgusting Tupperware, eating every two seconds, making people feel uncomfortable and gross around me, and worrying about my body, quote unquote, being in a catabolic state, um, because I know at this point, um, it's not eating my muscle tissue away, I feel amazing, and and I'm the strongest I've ever been. And uh, I know it's not for everyone, and it might not be for you guys, but if you give it a shot, I would tell you guys, you know, start small, um, get with the coach, or start with a smaller window. If you're used to right now, if you if you time out your meals, so do this right now. Uh, see when you go to sleep, and see the last time when you eat is, and see the next time when you eat the next day, and see how big that window is. If it's 10 hours, maybe start with 12 hours at first. And then, or if you want to go full in, go fucking head first and go all into the full 16A and eat your meals from 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock. And if you struggle with it, just start doing it one day. Do it on Mondays. But maybe you don't do it on Tuesday and Wednesdays. Maybe you do it on Thursdays. There's a, We teach typically three different you know, popular protocols in our program to get people immersed into it. We go shallow and deep in, or we just throw people in the ocean and say, you know, swim. 
and uh, see what works for you. But again, the first three, four, five, six, seven days might be the most difficult, but I promise you guys, once you get through it, you'll be better off. And what you're gonna find is great flexibility and great freedom, and it allows you to eat bigger meals, um, which to me is the best. And uh, what you sometimes will notice is you're going to fuck up less over time. You really are. Um, that's probably been the biggest saving grace. I've seen it happen with my wife and people who are habitual snackers and grazers. That shit goes out the window completely. Again, I'm an overeater by nature, you guys. Um, I can't snack. I can't graze. I'd be 300 pounds before I know it because I don't have any fucking self-control on that. This has given me a context. This Essentially, it's imaginary you know, window of, of food I always eat in, and I, I'm kind of married to it, and I commit myself to it. And it's allowed me, as I go through the day, maybe I'm like, you know, a little bit behind. I get my proteins, I get my fats, and I'm like, well, shit, I haven't had many carbohydrates yet today. And I can eat some of the things that normally would get me into trouble, but it's 8 o'clock at night, and I'm like, you know what, I can have a little bit of this because I've only had 45 carbohydrates today, and now I can shove some things in. So it does buy you some flexibility and some freedom in the context of, obviously, macros, flexible dieting, and intermittent fasting kind of all rolled into one. So it's kind of like a hybrid, uh, if you will. And again... At the end of the day, you guys, all these protocols work as long as they're putting you at a deficit if fat loss is a goal or a surplus if muscle gain is a goal, but it all revolves around eating real food, having the macros in check, and for me, planning out, and again, I don't prep my food the day before, you guys. I, I, I'm over that shit. I'm not going to eat stuff that's you know gross and disgusting and three days old. I'm just not a fan of it. I'm not, I have nothing against it. It's just me personally, and I have the schedule and the time where I can make, you know, eggs and, and chicken sausage and cottage cheese and cauliflower rice in about seven minutes so I can dedicate to that. And I eat it fresh and it tastes better to me. But the point I'm driving at is tomorrow I'm going to wake up and know I'm going to eat either two meals or one meal. That's it. So I only have two or one choices to make. It's pretty simple. It's pretty basic. And, and inside that context, I know those meals are going to include proteins and healthy fats and probably some version of carbohydrates, whether it be big or small, based on my workout and my goals. That's it. And so I only got two chances to get it right, and I only got two chances to fuck it up. And so for me, the simplicity of it, the freedom of it, and the confines of just the eating window have been a game changer for me. So knowing that I don't have to worry about any food shit in my entire day until probably about 3 o'clock every single day has been very freeing for me, and uh, it's worked out pretty well. So... Take that for what it's worth, you guys. Um, again, if you're interested in the fasting challenge, hit me up, let me know. I'm happy to throw you guys in it. Um, I think it can be a game changer for a lot of you guys. If nothing else, you can hang out with me for 30 days in, in greater detail, and we can talk all things food and fasting, and we can kind of walk you through any of the baby steps and, and any you know issues or roadblocks you're going to have. And uh, I know it's sometimes nice to have a kick-ass community and group of people and have the accountability of a coach and, and somebody who's been through it. And uh, trust me, when I first started, I wasn't it wasn't graceful. I fucked up a lot and got hangry a lot and did a lot of stupid shit, but I've kind of been through the ringer and I can help you guys kind of ease into it uh, if you want to make this a lifestyle of eating. And I think if you want to be leaner, you know, for the rest of your life, I think this is a really nice, healthy, safe way to go about it because it's been a lifestyle for me and it's changed a lot of things and I think I can do the same for you. So anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, hit me up, let me know. I'm happy to record it, whether it be about me nutrition, training, lifestyle stuff, anything in between, please shoot me a DM, send me an email. And again, if you think this podcast can help anybody get a hold of their eating and start living a healthier life and having them have less stress about food and less anxiety about eating right and actually getting a hold of their fucking eating and, and taking charge of their health once and for all, please share this podcast with them, you guys, because the casket effect you have and the power it has by giving people legit good information can change your life. And you guys have the power to do that with a simple click, swipe, or share. So, I appreciate you guys for that. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, 
Keep doing shit you love of people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.